Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Leadership Reveal. So if you're listening to this on the podcast or you're watching on YouTube, I am super, super excited to welcome a very special guest. Um, I just want to introduce Maya Vander, who you guys will know from Selling Sunset, and she is a, a top-selling luxury property agent, and we are very, very lucky to have her on the show. So I just want to say thank you, Maya, and I really appreciate you for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about real estate. You know, it's exactly. uh, refreshing than talking about selling sunset. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will have one or two questions about that, but we'll go down. For the sure. So the first things first, I mean, I know for, for some people that, that might not know you, do you just want to give a little bit of an introduction about who you are, how you got started and um, selling sunset, I suppose? Sure. So obviously you guys know me. I mean, some of you, I would hope so from selling sunset. Um I've been doing real estate for almost 10 years, residential real estate. I started in Los Angeles. That's where I got my license. Prior to joining Jason, I was with two other brokerages. Then I moved to Jason. Um, Two years later, the show got picked up. Um, We filmed the show. Meantime, I moved to Miami. I'm licensed also in Florida and trying to focus on mostly on my business in Miami right now, with the exception of, you know, here and there clients in LA, but mostly now Miami. Great. So when you went to, to LA, were you always going to be a real estate agent or, or was you, you, you in another uh, industry and how did you get, get into real estate? Yeah, I was in the retail industry. I was working uh, literally on Melrose, which is a very big street in LA for shopping. So I was working in a clothing store. I was doing retail for a long time. And then my mom told me, why don't you get your real estate license? So I decided to take the risk, you know, when you get your real estate license and you join a company, you usually do not work on a salary. It's commission based only. So it's a huge risk for me because I like stability and I like to know how much I make and all that. Uh, But I took the chance and I worked really hard. I had three other jobs. I worked in nightclubs in LA just to support and pay my bills. Um, I worked in another part-time job in downtown LA for clothing company. Um, as a part-time model, and I was doing real estate. So I was really hustling um, to try to focus on only real estate, but, you know, it takes time. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know, it took me like a good two years until I start to get my ball going with real estate. And even then, it's not really stable all the time. You get dry periods. So you really have to keep working hard, really, and hustle. Yeah. We were just talking before this went live and we were saying about how the UK model is very much about the about the company and the branches and the offices, where the US and Australia, it's very much about the, the individual and the personal branding. Um, would you say that it's really difficult to get that little bit of traction when you're pushing yourself as a personal brand? Is it quite tough? It take, Like you say, it took you nearly almost two years. Yeah, because, you know, when you start your business, it's like, it's like okay, you, you have your name, but who are you? So you do need to have that company behind you as a brand, especially in cities like L.A. and Miami. Everything is very fancy. You have to be associated with, you don't have to, but it helps to be associated with a good branding company with a good reputation. Um, 
but you know building your own brand as an agent takes time and yeah the, the top agents in LA and in Miami they have their own name a lot of the time people don't even know which company they work for uh, I think the company brand does help it depends on if they give you like a certain tools and marketing and all that stuff but building your own brand is also very important and honestly it took me 10 years to decide that I want to build my own brand because in LA, I was working for Jason. So it's Jason's brand, right? It's not Maya Vander, it's Jason Oppenheim. Um, and when I moved to Miami, I decided slowly to try to build my own brand. So I'm talking about 10 years and uh, I wish I was you know, doing it five years ago, but yeah. um, better later than never. So how do you build your brand? And if you had your time again, what would you do differently to build your brand quicker? I would, I would do, so what I'm doing now, I would, I wish I would have done five years ago. I would say, first of all, decide with like your logo and your branding uh, look, what, what you want, you want, um, what colors, you know, what look. So have your brand, your logo. So that way, when you're doing any marketing, whether if it's an online, digital ads, uh, mailers and so on, you have the same brand recognition. Mm. So people can, oh, this is that person. Um, and also, um, you know, see what you want to achieve from your branding and what kind of marketing you want to do with your branding. I'm doing different things right now. I do a lot of online. I'm going to do again, the old school mailers, um, you know, social media. So, but, but, but my logo is always that my logo. So people will, will understand and see it. And I just wish I'd have done it earlier. Yeah, and a lot of the time we see you see in America, and especially on Selling Sunset, it, your face is is absolutely everywhere. It's plastered everywhere, isn't it? So <clears throat> people really get to know you and your brand. And yes, it's the Oppenheimer Group, but people come to you because of you. They don't go because of Jason. Exactly. I mean, look, I think they will. If I would be doing more business in LA, I think the Oppenheimer Group definitely helps because you know Jason have a lot of like nice listings. His branding and marketing is absolutely beautiful and very high end. So it's good to be associated with that. Uh, but I am in Miami, so Jason, you know, doing his business in LA. So I have to do what's best for me here. So building my brand here as the Maya Vander Group was very important to me. Um, because I get a lot of leads, I add three the girls on my team. So I have girls, you know, uh, my group has three girls, three ladies, three agents. Um, and, you know, we work together obviously i try to give them some clients because i cannot deal with all of the clients um and just be more focused and strategic on okay what do i do to to build my brand because you know i am new to miami relatively um i, I don't know anyone i need to build somehow so i am doing various things to to try to to get my business to move luxury consistency listings um and just build it slowly. It takes time. It's a process. Mm. Is there a lot of? Uh, I imagine there's a huge amount of networking that goes on. You've got to get. You've got to go where your clients potentially will hang out and introduce yourself. It is, and unfortunately, have two kids. So I used to do networking in LA, but you know, going to eight at eight PM to network somewhere. This is the last thing I want to do. You know, I just eight PM for me. It's like trying to put my kids to bed. So it's, it's, I wish I could do more networking. I mean, I'm trying if I can, but it's just difficult because my lifestyle is just different now. So I have to do different things that, you know, potentially can work, which is like online marketing for uh, buying leads, 
potential mailers, at least get my brand out there so people can recognize me. Oh, she's from Sunny Sunset. Oh, she's in Miami. Yeah, she knows real estate. Let's work with her. Um, but again, it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of effort and process and, and trying to try different things to see what actually works and what provide me the most, um, you know, return on my investment. And, you know, with, you know, the logo and the, the, the luxury and the photos and, you know, professional photography for my brand and my team to make sure I'm doing everything right. Um, and I learned a lot from Jason because I love his marketing. I think he has a great marketing. So Jason's been very consistent with his marketing in LA. So I want to do the same thing here in Miami. Mm-hmm. So you, you talk that you've got three agents that are now you're working with how does the brokerage work how, how is it set up so i am under a brokerage it's called compass it's actually a beautiful brand here in the u.s it's a big company they're all over the united states and um compass has their own branding and um I'm, I'm branding my team my group within compass so it's not my brokerage people assume i open my brokerage because i said hey it's my group but my group is under a brokerage i'm still a real estate agent I'm not a broker. I'm not looking to open a brokerage because it's a lot of liability. And frankly, I love the Compass brand. So I am trying to work with the Compass branding, which is very sexy, luxury, luxurious, and my Maya Vander brand together. We actually have the same logo color, which is black and white. Uh, so timeless, classy, simple. Um, and that's how I do it. So with my girls, they have their own clients. But if I can bring the clients as well and try to help them grow, uh, that's my goal as well. I want all of us to make money, not just me. So when it works with a brokerage, do you get 50%, 40%? Well, I'm not No, asking. it's more. I mean, with them, generally, I cannot disclose the split because yeah. every brokerage is different. But yeah, the brokerage, like every deal that you make, usually the commission in the US is 2.5% to 3% from either sell side or buy side. Out of that two and a half, three percent, the brokerage take a fee, a split, whether if it's 30 percent, 20 percent, 40 percent, it's their split. And I keep the rest. Wow. So it's really quite high that the agent would keep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends on your company and split. It depends how uh, new you are as an agent. Again, every brokerage have their own split. Um, but, you know, they, they provide you... The, they take the split because they provide you something, right? So whether if they provide you their marketing, their tools, their technology, so you pay and the liability, which is huge. So yeah. out of my commission, I pay the brokerage split and then I keep the rest. Obviously I have to pay taxes and all that. So it's not like, oh, 150,000 in commission. Yes, yeah. it's possible, of course, but you have to still pay the taxes. You have a lot of expenses and yeah, I wish every deal would be like that, that big. Yeah, oh, definitely. Because when you see them on on Selling Sunset and you see the potential commission, you know, 300,000, 400,000, but but those sorts of sales don't come come along every week. They They don't come on every week. That's my goal. But, you know, I I need to uh, aim high. They don't come every week and it takes time. So by the time you close a deal like that, you know, you still have to pay the taxes on that one and and all that. So it's, it's just a lot of hard work. And, you know, sometimes in real estate, you can have dry periods that maybe you won't sell anything for two months. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you sell something, but two months you haven't. So the key is to really be consistent and make sure that when you do sell, you save money and you're being smart with the way you spend. Yeah. How do you keep your motivation up? Because if you don't, if you go through a bit of a dry patch, 
you, you know, you're not selling anything. It could it's be quite tough. Difficult. Let me tell you, it's tough. I had so many times, so many moments that I'm like, oh my gosh, let me just stop doing real estate. But I love this business so much. Yeah. And I always, you know, I always find find out that like it's it's a lot about your mindset too. If I have a dry period and I have to be active, I have to go do something. So what if I decide to go try to do door knock or cold call, just try to attract the energy to get more clients. And that way, like your energy will open and somehow you're going to all of a sudden get that client. But you have to really work on your mindset and it's it's not easy and you just have to do it. You got to like be positive because it's, it's yeah. a tough business. It's not as easy as we yeah. see on the show and you have to find your own clients mm. and and, you know, clients are not always loyal to you. So it's a lot of ups and downs. And, you know, if a client buy a property without you, it sucks. You find out about it. It's like, oh, my gosh, how can you do this to me? But you have to have that attitude. You know what? I want to work with clients who want to work with me and someone else will appreciate my hard work. Yeah. And it's just a lot of it's a lot of mindset. Yeah. Sp- speaking of the show, I mean, if, if, we did, if you don't mind, if we can ask a couple of questions about the show, how, how much of it is is real 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 and how much is sort of set up and played upon so it is real we don't get scripts but if something happens let's say a situation happens producer will want us to talk about it so maybe instead of talking about it once they will want us to have three other conversation with three different people about the same scenario so in that sense yes like some of the conversation we know what they want us to talk about mm-hmm. but it's not that it's not like they give us a script and tell us hey can you say this and that we pretty much say what we want to say, um, but the conversation sometimes are more, um, we kind of know what to expect. If let's say someone said she was engaged and then we know oh, it's a big deal, let's talk about that. So, oh, you know, a, a client, it's, sometimes let's say we film a client and, you know, the angle is wrong and they didn't mm. get this voice. You have to repeat doing that stuff. But I want to say it's fake. I mean, you, you know, there are, there, there are no fake storylines. You just... You just have to, uh, you, you sometimes on a situation, you have to have multiple conversations yeah. that we know we have to do it because it's a show and otherwise it's not going to be entertaining. Yeah. Like, would I want to talk about, I don't know, Chrishell and Jason relationship million times? No, but w- do I know producer will expect that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You've almost got to be led by what makes good TV and, and sort of get Basically. To talk about if I could that. just show real estate and just do deals, that would be ideal. But clearly... <laughs> I learned five seasons in that the show is everything but real estate. It is. It doesn't make good TV talking about real life, does it? You've got to talk about the the drama and the entertainment. Exactly. Factor. So we know you, you've got um, your group and that, that's going really well and you're building up your brand. Is, is there anything else that you're, you're currently involved in that you're trying to push? Yes, I'm trying to push, to push my real estate course, you know, because I have so many emails about people who ask me, hey, how do I get into real estate? What do I need to do? Um, and it's hard for me to just take the, my time and, you know, send individual email and DMs on IG uh, to, to people. So I created my own course. It's, it's very easy. It's a link. You can download it. You can look, watch it in your own time. It's basically basic tips and ideas on what to do as a new agent, something that I wish I knew when I started, like building my brand. You know, I didn't think about it 10 years ago or even five years ago. I was always pushing someone else's brand. So I think it's a great course. It's not too long. It's not too boring. It's more straight to the point, And it's good for people who are either starting the business or want to start in, uh, taking the real estate uh, career. Brilliant. We'll put all the links in all the, the descriptions on YouTube Thank and you. et cetera. So people, you, yeah. people can have a look. So what made you want to do that? Were you thinking back of your own experience when you didn't have that help and, and there was nobody there to help you and you thought, 
well, I'll try and help these new agents. Is that what give you the inspiration to come up with the course? Yeah. And also, you know how it is when you start, like, you know, a lot of people maybe don't have the extra money to spend on marketing mm-hmm. and, and what do you do? So it's, I, I'm providing ideas that like, okay, this is what you should do because it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this time and age, it's better because you have social media. 10 years ago, we, you know, we barely started having Facebook and a little bit of yeah. Instagram. Um, but now you can do so much with social media. So I tried to provide agents some free tools because I didn't have money to spend on marketing. Only when I sold a big property and I finally got decent commission, then I took that money and spent that budget on marketing and online. Uh, obviously, every country is different. Every state is different. Uh, so I'm not sure how it works in the UK, but I'm sure say similar rules can be applied. Yeah. It's, I think I was saying to you beforehand, we seem to be a little bit behind the personal branding of, of the US. So, you know, online personal branding, it's becoming a big thing. Digital marketing, Facebook, Google ads, although they've been around for a long time, it's probably only the last three or four years that people are really trying to push things online. Um, But you you guys have been doing that for years and years and years, haven't you? I don't know what Jason is doing in terms of marketing. I know for me personally, I do different things online. Um, I've been doing, you know, I've been buying online online leads for years because I think that's how I got, you know, that's how I really started to build my business, especially in Miami. And I'm just going to do different things too. Like I'm going to do more Google ads. I'm going to do more mailers and just trying to be more consistent with marketing because mm-hmm. I think the key is consistency. If you send one postcard, it's not going to do anything. Like yeah. you have to really send like maybe every two months. Like you always have to be in people's face. People need to remember you somehow. Otherwise, you're just, you're, just, you're just another agent. Yeah, you've got to differentiate yourself, haven't you? And also, if you, if you don't differentiate yourself and people invite you out, then price is going to be a key factor. If you can show yourself so much better than your competition, then price is taken out of the equation. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Good. good. So it has you on the, uh, on the Selling Sunset website, it has you listed, is it, uh, sorry, on the Oppenheimer Group, it has you listed as an agent. I, do you think you'd go back if there was another another series or is that you finished with that now? Well, I, I love Jason, but legally because I'm, I'm with a different company in Miami, I had to move my license from the Oppenheim Group um, because of conflict of interest. Uh, me and Jason have a ton of respect for, respect for each other and yeah. given I'm just focusing on Miami, uh, I had to do that. I don't know what will be with the future show. I mean, for me personally, it's how to travel back and forth. I have my family, I have my kids. Uh, I love selling Sunset and I'm so lucky for the opportunity, but it's just hard to fly every week to film a, a, an yeah. episode. And especially, you know, given they want the drama, they want the crazy fashion and I don't provide the drama and I don't have the crazy fashion. So I just provide me. Um, but I think me maybe it might be boring for the producers so we'll see what happens, but I think like I'm just going to focus on my business here in Miami and they're welcome to come and film me here. Yeah. Um, I think there is so much to see and, you know, that's, that would be ideal, but I think they're working on a different show in Miami with different um, ethnicities. So Yeah, yeah. So are you involved in some philanthropic work as well? Yes, yes, yes. Well, my stillbirth story, uh, as a lot of people know about it, I lost my son at 38 weeks. So um, it's very important for me to create awareness for pregnancy loss, uh, infant loss, and obviously stillbirth, uh, because unfortunately I'm part of this club. Um, I'm involved with a few organizations, just trying to create more awareness, trying to help them raise money, because those are all uh, nonprofit organizations, 
push for pregnancy, Aliyah in action. Those people, those organizations reach out to me when I lost my son and, you know, it's a very dark time to be in. So I'm very helpful and thankful for them. So I try as much as I can to be more involved and also it helps other women mm-hmm. um, to know they're not alone. And frankly, it helps me too. Uh, selfishly, you know, when I talk about it, it's not because I want people to feel sorry for me. It's because it just helped me to to understand the trauma that I've been going through and help other women. With all your philanthropic work, your new business, mother, wife, how do you cope with everything? Are you very, have you, have you big on structure? Have you got a lot of routines? Are you very good with your time? Yes, I'm really trying to be focused on structure. Like I have a calendar. I know it's very old school here, but it's like literally like <laughs> I write. Oh, you cannot see because I have the Zoom thing. But yeah, anyway, I it's like, yeah. yeah, I write everything down. Um, I try to, 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 to prioritize what's important for me to get done every day. Like let's say if I did mailers and people scan mm-hmm. my QR code, I want to reach out to those people. So I send him a writing in the morning, you know, so I won't forget. Then I do follow-ups. Then I search properties for clients. Sometimes I have inspection, appraisal. So I try to be very uh, efficient with my time. Usually I pick up my kids from daycare on 4.35. So I try to at least spend time with them between 4.30 till 9 o'clock until they go to bed. If they go to bed at 9 o'clock, because <laughs> lately it's been tough. But uh, And then if I need to catch up on uh, work. But it's just, it's, it's a lot. And it could be sometimes overwhelming. Uh, I try to find time to go get massage. I try to find time to go, you know, do a good workout uh, because I think those are very important. And so sometimes I get overwhelmed, but I try to really organize my schedule so I'll be more efficient and get things done. And sometimes, you know, I'm not perfect. Sometimes I forget about a client. Mm -hmm. And if he buys, you know, then it's my fault because I didn't do the follow-up. So I'm literally, I worked on my CM and with on my... um, not CMA, uh, CRM, just before we spoke, I just start trying to organize my contact database. Um, and I do it every day, little by little. So it's, it's, you know, tr- it's, tr- but it's structure that helps you do that. Yes, exactly. Oh, brilliant. What, just last question, what does leadership mean to you? Because the podcast is all about leadership. What, what makes a good leader? You're clearly an inspiration to to estate agents, men and women, but but what would you think makes you a good leader? So I have three girls on my team and it's very important for me that they're not just like working with me on my team and I'm like, this. I, I disappeared on them. I try to, first of all, you know, give them uh, tools like business cards, marketing, um, guidance, some sort of like, I don't have too much time to mentor, but yes, I want to be available for them. Uh, advise them and just stay really connected with them so they will stay with me because it's important for me that people will be loyal. Um, I think good leadership, you know, will will offer all those things that I just mentioned. Um, And, and, you know, loyalty, uh, information, um, some sort of education, Mm. branding, all of that. Like I try to always tag my girls on social media to give them the exposure. That will help them to, to potentially get clients. Uh, so I just try to be a good leader in that sense um, and, and just help as much as I can because I don't want people to leave my group. And that's why I don't recruit more people to my group right now. I feel like three is, for me right now is okay. Once I get bigger and grow more, then I can afford that. But for now, I just want to make sure I can manage. And manage not mean I'm not their boss. They're an independent contractor. But mm-hmm. I want to be available and approachable when they have problems and issues with transactions. 
Yeah, I totally agree. It is all about communication and being there exactly. to help them and, you know, just help problem solve because they will come up against exactly. issues and problems. And every transaction in real estate has an issue. I never had an easy one. And I sold yeah. a lot of uh, properties. And yeah, you have to be a problem solver. I actually just did a video about it. I think the other day and I post on IG. You you know, real estate is it looks fun and easy, but there are a lot of issues in every property and clients are very emotional. You have to be creative. You have to know how to give answers to your clients. And same same to the girls on my team. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Well, mate, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you. Some amazing tips there, and Anna, wish you all the best in, in your new ventures in the in the in your group. Um, so, guys, if you want to get in touch with Maya, we'll put all the uh, social media links on there. Please, please check out the course. I've had a good look at it. It looks absolutely amazing, and I'll see you next time on. Thank Leash. you, and drink a lot of water. I know it's hot over there. <laughs> it <laughs> it's is, hot over it here is. too, but we're used to it. Great. Thanks again. See you guys.